When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In Oregon, two children escape a kidnapping suspect with the help of a good Samaritan. The FBI has released a new report covering sextortion online, and Woody is bringing you all the details on that story. And a Joliet gunman takes his own life at a gas station in Texas. These stories and more coming at you today, Monday, January 29th on Real Life Real Crime Daily. And I'm Jim Chapman. And I'm Woody Everton. And I'm Mike Agavino. Happy Monday, boys. Monday, fun day. Just want to congratulate the Detroit Lions on that tremendous victory <laughs> last night. They will go to, to the Super Bowl, and uh, I think they're going to win the Super Bowl as well. I hope that. They lose, and I'm not cutting this out because <laughs> yeah, right. we're actually pre-recording this, right, obviously. Right, right, right. right. So it would be really funny if they I hope you all had a great weekend and your team won, and uh, we'll let you know tomorrow. How many How many yards do you think Barry Sanders will have? Did you watch well, the documentary? Well, between, between the no. suite he's going to be in and the concession stands, about uh, 10 yards. So he'll probably go <laughs> three. I'd say he'll have, uh, he'll have about – 60 yards. Oh, I watched that documentary. I haven't Prime. seen him. It's really, really I'm good. I'm Barry Sanders. Hell of a good insight. God, he was me. amazing. The, but but his personality, I didn't know who's so on So shy, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, what uh, was that on? Uh, I think it's on Prime. Okay. I'll have to so, look it up. Anyway, so let's get down to some true crime time for Monday. Lay it on, Jim Chapman. Heck, I figured Mike was still going to go with, you know, all the. Uh, Unrelated. I can tell you about the Grammys. <laughs> okay, Oscars, let's get the, in some crime time. Oscars, Woody's right. Crime, crime, crime time. time. Crime time. <laughs> and we're going to bring you to Portland. Barbie does not win Best Picture. That's my prediction. We're going to bring. <laughs> we're going to bring you to. If it does, I'm moving to Portugal. We're going to bring you to Portland, and uh, actually, a serious case out of Portland. Two children, ages nine and eleven, have escaped from a stolen car and flagged down a passerby who helped police capture a suspected car thief. This was in, uh, obviously, Portland, Oregon. Their dad left the car idling with his children inside during a quick stop at a Portland business on Monday when a woman, later identified as Deshay Millage, 33, jumped into the driver's seat and took off. The father attempted to stop the theft, but the woman accelerated away from the scene with the two children in the back of the vehicle. The father suffered minor injuries to his hand. About 10 minutes into the herring ride, the two children jumped out of the back seat while they were being held up at a red light and grabbed someone's attention. Millage panicked and kept driving. The Good Samaritan called 911 and stayed with the kids until responding officers arrived, who made sure they did not suffer any injuries and reunited them with their dad. That was shortly before 3 p.m. 
Not long after the initial 911 call, the sheriff's office spotted a stolen car on I-5 in North Portland that fit the description. The car thief ignored the lights and sirens and orders to pull over, which sparked a chase along the highway that led into the state of Washington. Several nearby law enforcement agencies joined in pursuit and pinned the suspected car thief less than 10 miles after crossing state lines into Vancouver. Millage was arrested and charged with attempt to elude reckless driving and a slew of other charges. The fugitive uh, from justice charge was is the result on an arrest warrant being granted for second-degree kidnapping. So they're going to charge him with that as well. Uh, She is in the process of being extradited back to Oregon, where prosecutors are saying more charges can be filed. But don't leave your kids in the car, even if it's five minutes to grab a Snickers bar at a gas station. Do you know what body of water you've got to cross to go from Oregon into Washington? I have actually driven that. It's I. I, Is it... um, Something sound or, or is it? No, Puget uh, Sound is up no, in Seattle. Uh, uh, I, I, I've driven it. I, I, when he was telling a story about, I can't, I can't remember the name of the it's the it's Columbia River. Okay, and I, it's actually it's kind of it's, it's kind of beautiful. And that river, they catch those monster sturgeon. Yeah, in that river. Yeah, you ever see the size of those sturgeon? I, I've seen them on sporting shows and stuff. You never fish for sturgeon. Uh-uh. You, ever, you ever eat sturgeon? Uh-uh. Amazing, really, it's incredible. I've tried out, I'm, I'm gonna get it's expensive, myself. rare. You got to get it up there because that's where yeah. they that's where they catch them. We like eating turtle around here, that's right. <laughs> and then, but then you don't name the item the soup after the turtle, it's called what is it called? Cooter, cooter, yeah, turtle sleep. Turtle. We're supposed to know what a cooter is. Well, it's, it's turtle sauce pecan here, but all right, y'all. Uh, um, this should be a Jim Chapman story, but I'm, I'm gonna take the lead on it. So the father of a high school athlete who died by suicide in 2022 after becoming the victim of a sexual extortion or sextortion scam on Instagram believes the issue is much more dire than a recent FBI report suggests. The social media crime trend is called sextortion, which bad actors entice or solicit a minor to engage in sexual acts or send blackmail money, according to the FBI, which received more than 13,000 reports of online financial sextortion involving at least 12,600 victims between October of 2021 and March of 2023. That's a lot, y'all, kids. It is most alarming to me that is allowed to get this far, John DeMay Jordan, DeMay's father, says. And social media companies aren't doing a whole lot to stop this, apparently, because that's where it's happening, and it's happening a lot. Jordan May was 17 years old when a Nigerian scammer engaged him in a sextortion plot, ultimately leading to the football player taking his own life. Samuel Ogosh, Ogashi, 22, is one of three suspects from Lagos, Lagos, arrested last year for allegedly hacking Instagram accounts and sextorting approximately 130 victims online. He is uh, Ogashi's uh, his 20-year-old brother, Samson, and Ezekiel, Robert, 19, posed as women on Instagram, of course, young men into exchanging explicit photos. I am glad they didn't have these things when I was a kid, y'all. Agashi, who is currently facing multiple federal charges in the U.S., took over a woman's Instagram account and struck up a conversation with Jordan one night in March of 2022. Once Jordan sent an explicit photo of himself, Ogashi threatened to expose it and make it go viral online. 
that Jordan did not immediately send money. Jordan complied and sent the money. But the crime only escalated from there as Ogashi demanded more and more money from the 17-year-old. The exchange went on for hours on a single night until Jordan told Ogashi that he was going to kill himself. Good, Ogashi wrote. Do that fast or I'll make you do it. I swear to God. The FBI describes sex extortion as a criminal act in which an offender contacts a minor online. Of course, it's the minor's sentence. Well, y'all already know what it is, all right? Uh, uh, it's bad shit. And, and, and the second case of financially motivated extortion, the offenders threaten to release that compromising material unless they receive payment, which is often requested in gift cards, mobile payment services, wire transfers, or cryptocurrency, all these Things generally can't be traced, y'all. These offenders are motivated by financial gain, not necessarily just sexual gratification. John DeMay said his initial reaction to the FBI's 13,000 number was that he believes the actual number of sex extortion victims in the U.S. is much higher, which I, I would agree with. But due to the stigma surrounding the crime and its victims, many people do not report it. Second, right. right. The second, DeMay said, based on his own anecdotal experience, speaking with families in his small Michigan hometown whose children have been victimized by sex extortion, he believes the actual number of victims is much higher than the 13,000. Yeah. And the average age of sex extortion victims is between 14 and 17. Wow. The National Center for Missing and Exploited Children has created a free service called Take It Down which is meant to help victims of sex extortion erase explicit images or of victims or get bad actors to stop sharing online. The tool can be accessed at takeitdown.ncmec.org. Another way they, they do it. Yeah, and, you know, this is really a problem that is from the advent of the Internet generation. And I'll tell you uh, – uh, what I'm happy to see is that laws are adjusting to that because it's not just sextortion cases like the examples you brought up where it's someone faking to be someone else. Yeah. Uh, you have problems with like uh, a husband and wife or a boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah. They get, they break up and maybe, oh, you know, during that relationship, you had some compromising photos and that person they, decides they want to threaten you with releasing those. They did that. They used to have a, a site called, Something like yeah, Netflix.com or big documentary on that. And that was a a big part of changing that law. Revenge is called revenge revenge porn. porn. So now that is uh if if I have a picture, uh if I take a selfie of myself and and I'm in a compromise, let's just say compromising position. (laughs) Don't worry, Jim, I won't share (laughs) and that is somehow a third party ends up with that. Yeah. And they a, use that to say threaten me, or B, yeah. just release it. Yeah. Uh, they can go to jail. Yeah, that is, there are laws against that, I had, and that. And I'm glad to see that. I had a case of an LSU cheerleader. I need to say this for life or crime. It just hit me in the head that uh, that had sex with this dude after going home from the bar, but he recorded it, and this is like way back from recording equipment, so it was really mm-hmm. expensive. And then he, uh, she didn't really have anything to do with it afterwards, and he blackmailed her. Yeah, so, oh, that's I, a I big got this deal, video. Bro. I'm gonna release it to the whole university and the cheer squad. Dot, dot, and he literally we had her come back over and basically forcefully raped her at, under the threat of the video until she came in and reported to us. Yeah, it and happens. Now, now he's in prison. Fuck him. Yeah. yeah, 
Yeah, I'm glad to see those laws. But the horrible. This and if you have porn. Now because everybody has it. Yeah. yeah. And if you have something online of you, uh, you can go to that website, what he just talked about, and they will get that removed. Whatever they, it is. The best so. that they can. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Astro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. My allergies are throwing my whole morning off. Do I sound different to you? I love that. You sound like, <laughs> it's that time of year, though, bro. I sound different to me. I feel like I'm in a submarine. Yeah, well, have you tried Astro? It's faster, bro. Oh. Right? Astro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength, indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Hey, I use this, and you should too, Jim. Last weekend, I planted my garden, and it's that time of the year, and my allergies really kicked up with it, right? I use Astapro every time my nasal allergies flare up, and I'm always amazed at how fast I'm back in the game, down on those rows, playing my stuff. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to AstaproAllergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O Allergy.com. It's faster, bro. Uses directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Astapro and go. Looking for a new and healthier way to unwind? I was too, and then I tried Recess Mood. Recess Mood replaced that after-dinner alcoholic beverage for me, so I saw a difference in both my mood and my belly. It's made with real fruit, it is only 20 calories, and it contains no added sugar. Recess Mood is infused with functional ingredients like mood-lifting magnesium and stress-balancing adaptogens, so you can relax without the alcohol or the hangovers. Recess Mood tastes great, too, and comes in four different flavors. My favorite flavor is the Strawberry Rose. So whether you need a moment away from the errands, work, and kids, or you just need a moment of chill during dinnertime chaos, Recess Mood is where it's at whenever you need to relax and unwind. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com slash RLRC and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. Guys, I used to, in a, in a prior life, I used to go up to Silicon Valley a lot and meet with a lot of tech firms oh. and, uh, and VCs that invested in tech firms. You'd go out to lunch with these people and you know get into conversations about the tech world. I never met a person in that industry who allowed their teenage kids to have their own phone in their room at night. Because they knew what was coming. They knew what was fucking coming. And they, like- and they, and they would warn you. And, and so if there's, if there's one thing that, that the audience could do to, to not be a statistic and you have your kids be a statistic in this uh, uh, epidemic of, uh, of uh, cybercrime is take the phone away. Yeah. Get, watch TV with your kids, have them read a book, work in their homework, anything other than being on social media, yeah. uh, you know, uh, eight o'clock. To midnight or whatever hours. Love you, love you to death, brother, but that shit ain't happening. 
I mean, they go anywhere, any restaurant, anywhere, and everybody's on their phone with the whole family. I, I'm guilty of it myself. I but, know it's. I know it's not happening. Uh, ironically, other than in Silicon Valley, uh, I know it's not happening. But it it starts with. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, we parents should try to no. do it, but the, the I, I'm I'm guilty as hell on on all that too. So, and this is like a prelude. But I don't want to get into this discussion about. The shit they're going to do with AI in the future too. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's go to suburban uh, Chicago. We're also going to take a trek eleven hundred miles away to Texas in this story, but it's a it's a it's a sad story, and it starts off in uh, Joliet, Illinois, which is a suburb of Chicago, and ends at a gas station in a small town in Texas. Got to interrupt you real quick before you get serious. The at least it used to be prison keys when you're a correction officer and you have these big ass keys the big brass keys and guess where every one of them was made at Joliet, illinois mm. yep anyway sorry fun back uh the gunman behind the illinois shooting spree that left eight people dead uh. has killed himself after he was surrounded by police more than 1100 miles away romeo nance is the guy's name 23 years old he was on the run after he was linked to three separate shootings in Joliet that occurred on Sunday and Monday. Um, a man was killed and another injured on Sunday before seven uh, more bodies were found on Monday afternoon. Joliet Police Chief Bill Evans said uh, that Monday's victims were family members who were found dead in two separate homes on the, uh, the same street, West Acres Road. So the family had a home on one side of the street and a That's the one and, I was looking for. That's the story the I was looking for the other day. Yeah, yeah. probably. Um, he added that uh, in his more than 20 years in law enforcement, it was the single worst crime scene he had ever, he had ever seen. Uh, the shootings were all linked to Romeo Nance and a frantic manhunt was launched. The Medina County, Texas Sheriff's Office, Medina County, received a call early Monday evening about an individual heading their way on Interstate 35 from BEXAR County, Bear Bear County. County. The individual was believed to be wanted out of Chicago for multiple homicides. U.S. Marshals, together with Medina deputies, assisted, uh, tracked Nance down to a gas station in the small town of Natalia, Texas. They were able to surprise Nance, but a standoff took place between the officers and Nance at the gas station. Uh, Nance was alone, almost 1,200 miles away from Joliet at a Chubby's gas station at 8.30 on Monday night when he realized he was outnumbered and outgunned. And in that moment, he chose his own path, and that path was to shoot himself dead before Marshalls did it for him. Coward. Yep. A motive for the killings hasn't been established, but Evans said the family— uh, again, all of these victims were known to Nance and were family. I've been policing 29 years. This is uh, probably the worst crime scene I've ever been associated with. Will County uh, Sheriff's Office Deputy Dan Jungle said they had been working on the investigation into Nance since Sunday when they were called to a report of a man bleeding from his head at 5 Pheasant Run Lane. Our officers responded to that area for a person found with blood coming out of his head, and upon deputy's arrival, they located a gunshot wound. He was transported to a local hospital where he succumbed to his injuries. The man was later identified as 28-year-old Toyosi Bakari, originally from Nigeria, who had been living in the U.S. for only three years. 
Uh, Department Chief Jungles said they quickly identified Nance's vehicle and found it was linked to another non-fatal shooting where a man was shot in the leg but survived. In, uh, and that was in that uh, uh, on, on Sunday. He said at midnight on Sunday, officers set up constant surveillance near an address linked to Nance. That's that West Acres Road address. After Nance or the car failed to appear at that address, uh, Chief Jungle said just before noon Monday, our officers then went uh, to a residence, located blood, uh, made entry where they located two deceased individuals, and then they eventually went across the street and found the others. Um, we now know that Nance was long gone by, by that point and uh, was on his way probably to Mexico by way of Texas. He'd, uh, uh, Nance had been arrested by Joliet police last year after trying to shoot a woman. Uh, the 36 year old woman was driving, uh, and, uh, and it was a, a road rage incident and he pulled up alongside her. He thankfully missed, but he was charged with aggravated discharge of a weapon, aggravated unlawful use of a weapon, aggravated assault, reckless discharge of a firearm, obstructing a police officer, and uh, they released him on $10,000 uh, bond, uh, and that was back in March of last year. He was due to make an appearance on those charges in court this Wednesday. No. So... Uh, you know, don't know how long he would have gone away for for those crimes, but but did the the fact that he uh, that he had this uh, court appearance on that date, uh, you know, speed him into some craziness with his family? Who the heck knows? He was also imprisoned at age nineteen and charged with two counts of robbery back then, but uh, but didn't have uh, a record of homicide anyway, and uh, and the guy just kills his entire family and then and the- takes himself out. The only uh, the only update on it is they did arrest his girlfriend, um, a woman by the name of Kylie Singleton, for obstruction because apparently police had called her in for questioning uh, on Monday, and uh, she feigned that she knew nothing about uh, about well, anything. When uh, the fires of hell burn a little bit brighter, yeah. Uh, you know, it's just a shame that 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 guy. If you're going to kill yourself, just kill yourself. Yeah. Don't take Don't 90 take people out with exactly. you or however many, you know, all these people out with you. Yep. And you look at this guy and he looks, you know, I mean, good looking I, guy, young kid. I mean, what does a murderer look like? Yep. That's right. Punk ass bitch. A lot of good looking murderers. No doubt about it. All right. So on Wednesday's episode, uh, we brought you a story of a Louisiana man who was caught. By police hiding in a dryer. dryer. Remember yep. that? Mm-hmm. Well, we could almost have another segment based off of criminals that uh, find some pretty innovative hiding spots. And today we're going to tell you another one. Right. Today we're going to tell you about Stacy Usher. So Stacy Usher, 39, was arrested after she sold some fentanyl to a police informant in Citrus County, Florida, last year. All right. Now, earlier this year, Usher pled no contest to a pair of felony counts and was sentenced to 24 months of probation, as well as some drug offender conditions, which included random testing and prohibition against consuming alcohol. So as part of that, couldn't have anything, anything like that. So, uh, 
Usher gets accused of violating the terms of that probation, and a judge issues an arrest warrant for her, right? Uh, Usher would would later try to say that her life was in danger and please don't send her to prison because she was a primary witness against someone and she's worried about getting killed in prison. Okay. So she goes on the run basically and cops looking for her and they finally catch up to her last week at the Bella Oasis hotel. Nice. And it advertises itself, because I looked it up, as the best hotel in Homosata Springs, Florida. And so it wasn't a rent by the hour, piped in porn hotel. <laughs> well, that's not, according to what's, them, what's the, the best Florida town? hotel. Homosata Springs, Florida. Check that place out. Is, it, is that correct, Mike? I've never heard of Homosata Springs, so. Okay. Well. Sure. I'm sure it exists. Tell us they have a, the best hotel. They have the best uh, the Bella Oasis, don't they? Yeah, oh, yeah. Bella Oasis. Uh, Usher had actually burrowed into a couch in a huh. bid to hide from the sheriff's Must deputies. Must be a nice hotel that had a couch. Yeah, a pullout at that, right? Yeah. So after being extradited from the furniture, Usher was obviously booked into roomier accommodations at the county Wait, jail. Wait, they found her with that brilliant hiding spot? They found yeah, her with right. that brilliant hiding spot, and she had a, a rap sheet as long as, you know, Shaquille O'Neal's arm, worthless right. check, fraud, all kinds of things. But you've got to see, and I'm going to post this, obviously, <laughs> on the Facebook but the body cam screenshot from uh, so the funny. officer as she's coming out of the couch That's is classic. So funny, bro. Oh my god! Had and body cams in my day. So the so the question is, you know, we found one hiding in the dryer. Right. Now we got one hiding right. in a couch. Yeah. I would love to see dryer would be the much a better list of some of the most interesting yeah. hiding spots. For yeah. The, uh, the, then I, I was just talking about the. Everett Thornton, who kidnapped his kids by accident and put them on the side of the road, it was his nephew, Everett Thornton. They all had the same name. He was like junior or third, whatever. I called him hiding in the same closet three times, and the trailer was a one-bedroom trailer. And I would sneak up. He had warrants, and I'd knock on the door of the sheriff's office. I could see him running to the back of his trailer. His daddy come to the door. Well, he's not here. I'm like, well, you don't mind if I look? Go back there. I'm like, Everett come out. His fucking feet are sticking out from under the pile of clothes. <laughs> oh, my and God. You don't have to show. I, I know I, I had to cover that on one originally. Yeah. They, they, and, you know, the last time I just sprayed the shit out of him and shut the closet door on him. Oh, get some freeze plus P and T. Oh yeah, come out. Breathe that in for a minute. Crazy hiding places. Well, speaking of that, y'all, let's go to Mississippi, where a Mississippi woman named Jerry Lynn Roy has been charged with murder after the body of her son. Mm. This goes back to hiding places. John Allen uh, Gaither was discovered behind a false wall in. Robbie's Gulfport home on Thursday. According to Gulfport Police, y'all, which is right next door to Biloxi, Jerry Lynn Robbie, 66, who also goes by the last name of Israel, was arrested on Saturday and charged with one count of first-degree murder. Police said they found the body of Gaither. Um, how do you say it, y'all? It's not Goche. G-A-I-T-H-E-R, who was 42 in a wooden box hidden behind a false wall in her Gulfport home. Gulf, Gulfport police spokesman confirmed that Gaethje was Robbie's son. 
started investigating this case back on December 22nd, 2023, after officers responded to the residence in connection with a possible missing person. According to officers, here comes another name. According to Officer Ducree, the, the last known contact with Gaetcher was on December 10th, and on December 27th, police conducted several follow-ups and began noticing discrepancies and statements provided by her. Throughout the course of the investigation, Ruby had become increasingly uncooperative and changed her story multiple times. One thing never changes is the truth. So authorities learned that Roby had previously been arrested and convicted of murder in Florida around 1995. In the 1995 case, she made several attempts to dump the deceased body at different locations throughout Florida. Following, right, following police discovery of the 1995 arrest, detectives were able to obtain a search warrant for her home and conducted a search on January the 18th. When they walked into the house, she took a handful of unspecified pills and was then transported to the hospital. The search led to the discovery of the dead body inside a wooden box that was hidden behind a false wall. According to Ducree, Roby's attempt to cover up the crime by writing notes two family members posing as her son. Police also said multiple homemade wooden boxes were found in her home and inside her mm-hmm. garage and her ass is locked up in there. So she house. was set to dispose of more killed. bodies oh, if she needed right. to. And, and Guarantee you she's got more bodies on her than oh, yeah, ain't found yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah. And that's her. That's serial killer right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look look for uh, some serious interrogation and some serious stuff to come out on more bodies with that woman. They're going to get her. her You know, it it, it takes time to build a false wall. Yeah. And then you've got extra wooden boxes. So you got plans to be killing. Oh, yeah. Enough suicide in this episode. Holly, right? I'm going to change the story I was going to do. Instead, I'm going to take you to Florida. And that's where we're going to meet the anger management therapist who just got arrested for murder. There you go. His name is Travis McBride. He's 46 years old. He was arrested on Thursday and charged with first-degree premeditated murder in connection with the death of 51-year-old Clinton Dorsey. This is all according to the DeLand Police Department. A female witness who initially alerted authorities told them that the homeless victim lived in the woods nearby. According to DeLand police, they responded to a call about a, quote, suspicious incident in a home and then found a body nearby. Police identified McBride as the suspect and said he was being held without bond. Police alleged that they found Dorsey's body in McBride's car and that the two knew each other and that the two men were in the middle of an ongoing dispute when Dorsey was killed. The woman who called 911 told police that McBride came to her door the previous night looking for Dorsey. McBride claimed Dorsey had injured one of his dogs. The woman initially claimed McBride said he was, quote, going to kill him, but amended her statement later saying she was, quote, unsure if McBride said he planned to kill or hurt Dorsey. A few hours after this interaction, the woman heard approximately eight to nine gunshots and allegedly saw McBride shooting Dorsey. The woman claimed McBride returned to her home the following morning and threatened her against notifying authorities. Police received several other 911 calls on Thursday morning, including one from a male witness who said a person was, quote, cleaning up the blood because he killed someone. That caller further alleged that he saw the person lugging a body across the road and stuffing it into his car before taking off. 
Apparently, the woman who had first called 911 and then amended her story about McBride uh, threatening to kill Dorsey found courage again after those others had spoken up. She now claims that McBride threatened her and she told police she was afraid of him and that's why she had lied. Mm. She also claimed she saw McBride dragging the body of Dorsey into a wooded area. Uh, McBride's LinkedIn profile and professional website say he's the owner of Starting Point Mental Health and a therapist specializing in issues including bipolar disorder and anger management. In 2017, a woman accused McBride of choking her after she took his dog out in a manner that upset him. She decided not to press charges in connection with that incident, and McBride received a deferred prosecution agreement contingent on having no contact with that woman. So... A shrink who specializes in anger management kills a homeless guy in a fit of rage, apparently about I his dog. Bacon, he got his diploma online for 35 bucks. Yeah. Uh, the Really? I guess good, bad, and everything. I guess anger management people are shitty at their jobs, too, sometimes. <laughs> um, well, and if you think about it. Uh, that lady screwed herself. And it's a life of negativity for those people that are those yeah. anger management yeah. therapists. I mean, they're dealing with yeah. not excusing that, but yeah. my God, man, you, you know, it's like an, uh, some people won't be divorce attorneys because they just, yes. it's so yeah. much negative. Right. I get um, that. Hey, yeah. But that lady, she screwed herself. When she changed her story, she'll never be. I mean, she might as well just stuck to her story because they're never going to put them in her stand because she lied. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with that. Well, and it sounds like whatever this guy was triggered by things involving dogs. So some, I don't know, crazy, crazy, nice. crazy. Ooh, super cop, super cop, super cop. We ain't done a super cop. Super cop. There are certainly a lot of super cops out there, and we're going to get agree. to one. We're going to tell you about Officer Troy Ellison today. All right. And uh, footage showed the moment a hero Arkansas police officer saved the life of a young child who had fallen through an icy pond. Officer Troy Ellison of the Jonesboro Police Department had responded to a distress call made about a boy who had fallen through a frozen pond uh, on January 21st. The officer is seen running through the snow and jumping over a fence towards a uh, boy who can be heard crying in the video. Footage shows two men witnessing the heroic cop approach the boy while saying, all right, bud, I got you. Ellison is then seen going down on his hands and knees and is heard saying, I got you, I got you, while the young boy speaks incoherently. As the officer continues to reassure the child, Jonesboro Fire Department Lieutenant Sean Morris along with other officers, are seen throwing ropes towards the boy. Ellison and other officers then quickly pulled him out of the freezing water. The child is seen wearing a red hoodie, jeans, sneakers, and was taken to a local hospital for possible cold-weather injuries. The police department later praised the brave officials on Facebook. The post read, great job, goes out to one of our officers who responded to a call about a child falling through the ice at a local pond. Officer Troy Ellison sprung into action when he arrived on the scenes, quickly located the child, crawled onto the ice, and pulled the child to safety. Uh, The child was taken to the hospital to be checked out and should be fine. The department also warned residents to stay away from frozen bodies of water, be mindful that no matter how cold the temperatures get, Playing on the ice is never safe. Luckily, this call had been a happy ending. 
Uh, so shout out to today's yeah. super cop. Officer Troy Ellison of the Jonesboro, Arkansas Police Department. And we have the body cam footage, and we're actually going to post that on the Facebook page uh, for everybody to see. But he is our super cop. Hey, super cop. And it comes down to this. Either you got it or you don't. And Mr. Officer Ellison got it. Super cop. And it's pretty awesome footage uh, because, you know, you can hear it clearly. And he is just as calm as can be. And you could tell his ultimate goal there was to make sure that kid felt comfortable and and all that. But dangerous situation. Sinking. Yeah. uh, Because he had gone under. It had been a whole different story. That's right. Just a few days before that, on the 13th, a female state trooper, Michelle Archer in Vermont, Why are so many dogs suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation, says she's seen more health issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, she feels there's one place we can look to improve any dog's health. What she discovered is that the way many dog foods are made can actually create toxins that could be wrecking our dog's health. And this is true for many premium brands. Fortunately, she found that just by adding a few special superfoods to her dog's food, she saw huge transformations in their health. She's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do the same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. Now, my dog, Phoebe, is the queen of our house, and I can tell you that her health is extremely important to us. She is a part of our family. I watched the video, y'all, and I was amazed by the things I didn't know that could impact your dog's health. This 20-minute video is packed full of tips that I've already started with my dog, Phoebe. I'm noticing more energy, healthier skin and coat. If you want to keep your dog healthy and happy, go to badlandsfood.com slash R-L-R-C and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D.com slash R-L-R-C. R-C. Hey, y'all. My wife's biggest struggle this past year was fighting the symptoms associated with menopause. Hot flashes, mild mood swings, and sleeplessness. She had them all until she tried Hormone Harmony. She was amazed at how much Hormone Harmony reduced her symptoms and supported her mood and her general well-being. Hormone Harmony is not just a supplement for women going through perimenopause, menopause, or postmenopause. It's become a phenomenon. Women cannot stop talking about it on social media. A bottle of Hormone Harmony is sold every 24 seconds. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. So hormone harmony isn't just for menopause. Any woman with symptoms of hormonal imbalances can take it. But it's perfect for those horrible menopause symptoms that put a woman's life on hold. Hot flashes and night sweats, racing thoughts and low moods, Poor sleep and feeling tired all the time. Occasional bloating and gas. No desire to be in bed next to someone, if you know what I mean. Yeah, 
Hormone Harmony can help with all of these things. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code RLRC at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code RLRC for 15% off today. Kinky Crimes. Yeah. Perfect segue for Kinky kinky Crimes for Monday, y'all. So let's talk about some police officers again. A team of police officers got more than they bargained for when attempting to save someone, not from the ice, but from being attacked. Mm. The strange incident happened in Raleigh, North Carolina, when concerned neighbors Raleigh. called. That's old Raleigh. Concerned neighbors called nine one one, fearing that someone next door was in grave danger on Tuesday. Uh-uh. Right. So when three uniformed officers rang the doorbell. They were answered by Dennis Schroeder, the homeowner. Okay. He was, he, was, he left the Lakers? No, no he got traded to no, Oklahoma no, City. No, no, listen. Different Dennis Schroeder. Sure. He, he was the homeowner. He, he answered the door. They rang it. But he was fully naked. Ah. As was his girlfriend, Sandra Brand, who was inside the house and was tied backwards touch here hey <laughs> now we're getting to the meat and potatoes the police officer asked her hey is everything okay and, and sandra <laughs> covers herself with a blanket said yes i'm still alive <laughs> dennis when interview clarified hey we both like loud and lively sex definitely not quiet yeah, I can, he and sandra I can have been together that. as a couple for a year and Told how they had gone to a wine party before heading back home for oh, some rough sex. That's how it starts. Sandra's legs were tied to a chair and she lay forward. He added, oh, <laughs> He added, We both enjoy it. There's nothing illegal with a little Fifty Shades fun. Is there, officers? Ah! Right? No police investigation took place after the reason for the noise was made clear. And embarrassed officers left the scene as quickly as they arrived. Now, I'm, I'm agree with everything, but they weren't embarrassed, and I'm sure they had their body cameras on. And no, Mike, <laughs> no, Mike, I don't have a photograph. Yeah, you do. Actually, I'm lying. He has some I photographs do. that we'll put on. Know, uh, you know we'll put on Facebook. Hey, I definitely wouldn't. Have been hey, ain't nothing wrong there. with having a little fun a inside little your house. Fun. Gray, is it cops? That's it. But he answered the door. A little bell action. He answered the door naked. Ball. He knew what it was about. Police officers. Yeah. Everybody all right in there? I'm going to show them my shit. That's it. I'm going to show people, them how all right it is. Kinky crimes for That's kinky. I don't know if I'd yeah. answer the door naked. That's what I'm saying. I might have put on saying. something. No, no. He, he, wanted, he wanted to say, hey, hey. it's yeah. okay. Hey, that's it. I think it's you're right. Free willy. Free <laughs> Free willy. <laughs> I like she, it. I like still, that. He didn't even take time to style. untie her from the chair before yeah. he opened the door. Yeah, Don't you remember when every woman in America was get down, dog. Fifty Shades <laughs> yeah, crap? I did. I did I at did. the same time, everywhere you went, they were all news, talking about it. I never read the books, but I heard about it. <laughs> That's right. There you go. Here's some bang. Go. I'll start this episode of Dumb Criminals with the question on everybody in America's mind. Anything about Taylor Swift, I'm going to throw up. What the fuck do you have to do in the city of Oakland to get arrested? Uh, go to go to the drive-thru or 
or clone a card or? Let me tell you what you have to do. All right. It's a good question these days. And thankfully, today's banjo lover, Anthony Pearson, has the answer. Okay. A wild video shows the moment thieves in Oakland yanked an entire bank ATM out of the ground, hitched it to the back of a van with rope, and then dragged the metal machine while speeding down a Bay Area freeway as sparks flew everywhere. Mm -hmm. The footage was captured by a bystander who couldn't believe his eyes. The automated teller machine in the video was stolen from outside of the Bank of America location on Hagenberger Road about 7.30 a.m., according to Oakland Police. Multiple individuals used tools to rip out the ATM before taking off with it. The witness who filmed the wild heist told KTVU-TV he saw three people involved in the theft in the city of Oakland where a vehicle is stolen once every 2.6 seconds. That's not an actual stat. I just made it up. But it might be close. I was going to say, there's our, no uh, way. Our, our, <laughs> All the cars would be going in a day. Our mastermind <laughs> decided to steal an ATM and then drive down a NorCal freeway with it shooting off more sparks than the space shuttle in his own car. Frankly, I'm surprised witnesses even bothered and that a 911 dispatcher even asked about a license plate because by now I would just assume the car to be stolen. But on Tuesday... Oakland police police announced that they have arrested Anthony Pearson in connection to the Bank of America ATM robbery. Mr. Pearson, you should have stuck to gas station robberies near the airport because even Oakland has had enough and really dumb criminals do get caught. Well, I'm going to tell you, I'll give them in just a second, but I'm going to tell you. Uh, that is not easy to steal those ATM mm-hmm. deals out of. And look, they had not, not someone. Not easy to drive on a freeway with them. <laughs> well, it's a miracle they were able to get it, it period. It, I mean, those things are, yeah. are you almost need a 18-wheeler to get yeah, those things out of them. The key point, I think, on that was they they at least scoped out enough to bring the proper tools cut from the wall. Yeah. The one that video I remember seeing is when they hooked up, uh, backed into the window of the, uh, the the fucking convenience store and hooked mm-hmm. up to the thing and then they took it off and the dumbass was standing in between the the truck and the thing and the ATM ran him over. Oh, there, yep. Yeah. Yep. That was a dumb. Yeah, that wasn't good. That was a good story. Oakland redeems itself. Imagine getting on a freeway. I mean, how fucking... <laughs> in your own car, tracking an ATM machine. And, and that's like, like just not... I think we sparks. should have a board meeting and no more Oakland stories for two weeks. But then they, that, can, then they might can. they might count over no more Pinellas County, and I like them. Yeah, that's true. That's, but that's I know I'm connected to some of these crooks, and if we're not telling stories for two weeks, they might they're not going to commit crimes for two weeks. They're going to hold that. <laughs> so wait, yeah. So we we probably can't do that. Uh, that's funny. That's a good point. All right. So All right. Let's do it like this. We love and appreciate each and every one of y'all. We say it because we mean it. Please take the time to like and share and, you know, send us your stories. Uh, um, if you got something happening in your hometown, uh, all that good podcaster shit. Love y'all. You know, I had one other thing that we haven't talked about. Those three guys in Kansas City. Oh, they they, they had I had something this morning at 4 o'clock. I was reading on it. Did they with this? Yeah, yeah. All right. And look at it as a likely last thing I saw was they weren't going I know, to but this, do came out any this morning. This came out this morning. I thought about y'all. Uh, 
it was obviously too early. So Brother Chief's fam, who was found dead in friend's backyard, speaks out. Let's see this. I didn't even read it, to be honest with you. Okay, I think it's, I saw that one, that, that he thinks that they were taking something. Yeah, but that's the brother. That's nobody that was, I mean, he's he thinks what probably is the case. That's what I think. Well, this dude said he was at a party and he slept for four, nearly 48 hours following the party. Uh, <laughs> while the, that's hibernating. Yeah. He, he, that's well, that was the home homeowner. How the hell do you sleep for 48 hours straight? Johnson brother. No way. Uh, but John, one of the victim's brothers, explained why he doesn't think Willis' story adds up as investigators try to piece it together. What happened? He says, way too many questions still need to be answered, blah, 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 blah. Um, that's just stuff not adding up. You continue. You have to change your story. Then blah, 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 whatever. And a fifth man who was at the home on January 7th uh, has been named, said that Willis and the three men were still awake when he left and that night. He stressed that he was not the last person to see the men alive. And blah, blah, blah. That, well, that guy should be pretty out. key because he, he should men. know what they were doing. Right. right. Yeah. It's going to be a fit. He's got thing, an attorney. Yeah. So. That's my suspicion. But he, then he said that this guy that left the party slept for nearly two days after the game. So maybe, I don't know, y'all. This is, uh, I don't know. We may win an Edward R. Murrow Award for that special report. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Got to have it. Have a, have a good one, people. All right. I'm Jim Chapman. I'm Woody Everett. I'm Mike Agavino. For Real Life, Real Crime Daily. Peace. Let's. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.